Fulton County Library System presents Checking Out Fulco Library. Hey everyone, welcome to Checking Out Fulco Library's podcast. I'm your host Kay with my co-host Rachel. Today we have a special interview with the library administrator over the Auburn Avenue Research Library on African American Culture and History, Mr. Victor Simmons. Hello, Victor, and hello, everyone. Welcome to our podcast. Hello, everybody. It's great to be here. It's great to have you. Victor, tell us what the Auburn Avenue African American Research Library does, and when was it founded? Well, we are a special research library on African American culture and history. So we collect, I mean, a a lot of what we focus on is the Atlanta area and the Southeast area, but we collect materials, books, art, artifacts of, that deal with the entire African diaspora. And uh, the building itself um, and the collection um, dates back all the way down um, to 1921, um, but we've been in our physical building since 1994. Okay, Victor, so what is the purpose of having a library that's mainly focus on African-Americans and African-American history? Well, the importance of having a library on African-American culture and history, um, especially in our country, um, it's one of those things in which we still see it to this day, you know, African, African-American um, contributions and achievements in America and around the world are largely relegated to like the the, the the fringe kind of thing. It, it, it's not something that's celebrated as often as it should be um, or, or collected or acknowledged. Um, so having a, a library and an institution that collects materials on the African-American experience is key because again, you know, if you're not telling your story, someone else is. And um, so we want to preserve preserve all of the items that we can, all of the materials and books that we can so that future generations can understand what we were dealing with generationally, you know, especially in our building since we've been there since 19, you know, our collection has had its start since the early 1900s, is really seeing that progression and where we're headed and where we've been. What can people expect to learn from the Auburn Avenue Library? What kind of services do you provide both now in the pandemic and in normal times? Well, we, we look at what we provide at Auburn in, um, in two different ways. Um, we have, of course, the research end, and we provide services to individuals from all over the world as, as far as research. I mean, we've, we've got collections that vary from you know famous individuals such as the Ambassador Andrew Young to lesser known organizations like the, you know, Grady Nurses Conclave. Um, but we, 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 we want to cater to those individuals who are coming to do research. But then we look at it from the other side is that everyone's not doing research. Some people are just looking for a place to, to call home, some central location in which they can learn a little more about their culture or about the culture of, of, of African-Americans. So we approach the other end programmatically. And um, many, and we realize is that many of our users are using our building 
specifically for our programming. Um, during the pandemic, we've transitioned to virtual programming and really utilizing our social media um, just in a different way, um, just really trying to be a little more active on that, in that, in that realm, as opposed to in our building, because our building is closed to the public at the moment. So, with the history of the library, um, how much does the library and its history intertwine with the history of Atlanta? Because I know you mentioned big hitters like Andrew Young, but you know, historically, how much of that is truly focused on where it's located? Well, we're we're definitely located in the Sweet Auburn area of the of Atlanta. Um, and that street is historic for the amount of successful African-Americans in America at one point in time. Um, so, you know, we, we, we find ourselves at the kind of like the doorway to, um, the sweet Auburn district. Uh, but what I will say is the importance that we, that we have historically is Atlanta has been one of those cities that I think for, for many African-Americans across the, the, the country and around the world have always looked at Atlanta as this kind of ideal um, place for Black growth, Black education, Black wealth. And so our collection has kind of, like I said before, it, it, it focuses on the Southeast and specifically um, the Atlanta area is collecting that 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 story uh, being able to present to the people who are walking through our doors or visiting our website or looking us up on YouTube to, to, to view a program is really getting this this idea of where where Atlanta has come and where Atlanta is now um, it it really is a a story of not just the city of Atlanta, but really a, a really it's really a a broad picture of what African Americans have been dealing with in the country as a whole. So I think that you know we're 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 kind of like like how New York City is a melting pot. I think I think the city of Atlanta is a melting pot for African Americans. Can you compare and contrast the differences between what a quote-unquote regular public library would offer the public versus what Auburn does or does not offer? Well, the Auburn Avenue Research Library, of course, is a research library, so we have no circulating materials in our building. Um, so that's one major difference. Um, there's a lot more a, of a hands-on uh, approach to what we do at Auburn and, and most research libraries, um, because especially if you're if you're seeking something from our archives, you're going to work hand in hand with the archives team to to find what you're actually looking for and to actually sift through those things. And the same kind of goes for the reference um, division as well. Um, if you come into the library and you speak to one of our reference librarians, they're going to, of course, provide you with what I would hope would be an amazing reference interview and assist you as you go on that journey. And they and that journey might actually lead you to our archives. But we we, we want to make sure that there's a, a that we're doing our part to make sure that all the information is being given, at least that's at our disposal. So I mean that's that's one of the major differences between us and a a public, a circulating public library. Um I, I know that with 
research libraries, they can be a bit intimidating, especially for those who are not doing research. Um, and I think that the way in which we've approached, as I said before, with the that one end is research, the other end is programs. Um, we try to make the programs inviting enough that individuals that are inspired by what they've just witnessed or heard or participated in are inspired to want to do research themselves and feel comfortable going upstairs to our second floor and speaking to one of our reference librarians. So, Victor um, and listeners, at the time of this recording, we're in the month of February, which, of course, is Black History Month. So, you know, with this being we're in the midst of a pandemic and I know we're doing things differently, but how is Black History Month important to Auburn Avenue Research Library and vice versa? I think for us at Auburn, I think Black History Month, it's certain, I mean, because pretty much every month is, you know, it's Black History Month for us at Auburn. Um, but for us specifically, I think that Black History Month is is very important in a, in a, in a relationship sort of way. Um, we, we get a lot of requests from different organizations that want to collaborate with us during Black History Month. And many of our strong relationships have come from that. So when individuals are a, attending programs or, or we, we've even received collections based on individuals coming to these programs and feeling like, well, I want to, I want to contribute to this collection. Um, I think that's how we've benefited at Auburn. Um, it's always a nice thing during Black History Month because people are looking for something to do. And we, we, we love to be able to provide that. And it's, there's nothing like seeing someone's first experience, um, at an Auburn Avenue Research Library program, um, because many of them are always surprised if they've been here for a little while and just never made it down, or they're newcomers, especially because we're surrounded by Georgia State University. We get plenty of young people that are newcomers to the area, and they are just so overwhelmed by the sense of, of family, of the feeling of being welcome. Um, and this and this is not you know strictly an African American thing. It, we've we've witnessed that same feeling from all cultures that have walked into that building. So um, I think that Black History Month has been beneficial to us in in those ways. One thing you mentioned was your programs, and Auburn Avenue Research Library has had has hosted many what one would say controversial programs in the past such as uh, programs that were focused on Black Lives Matter or modern day slavery. Um, why is it important for Auburn to host programs like that? And how do you feel the public usually receive them? Well, I think the public receives our programming well. I mean, we, we, we cater to a large group of individuals. Um, you know, one, one program is not going to be the thing for all um, especially, you know, if that goes for everyone, that also goes for African-Americans. We're, we're trying to, you know, we're trying to make sure that we have a good mix of programming that will appeal to a huge um, group of individuals who come from all sorts of different backgrounds, whether, you know, just from, you know, whether you're from the Caribbean or you're from, 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 from California or New York or you're from Germany and you're visiting, you know, I want, we want, um, people to feel 
that there's something for all of them when they walk in the door. So when we programs on Black Lives Matter, um, we never really thought of it as being controversial. Um, we, we always felt like it was our responsibility to tell the story. Um, we've, we've heard, you know, different things and we've, we've had rumblings about certain programs here and there. Um, but a lot of the times it's, um, people placing their own issues onto a subject. Um, because we've actually had Melina Abdullah, who is the, um, she's a professor in, out of California, who was one of the founding members of the Black Lives Matter group um, in our building. And it was a wonderful program. There was nothing but love in the building. There was, there were, they were talking about, of course, the, 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 the importance of, you know, making sure that we're all safe and, you know, making sure that there's these things in place and, you know, to, to eliminate police brutality. So there was, there was nothing in that conversation that was, to me, controversial. It, it, it was more of an informative day. Um, it, it's hard because I, I try my best not to, to seem like I don't care. Um, because I do care, um, but we have a responsibility at the Auburn Avenue Research Library that, in many in many instances, a lot of diff a lot of other organizations don't have, and we want to make sure that this, like I said before, that the story is told by us. Um, if you know, if we believe everything that we hear and don't really read up and study, then of course, we're going to be misled and think of certain things as one way. You know, I, I personally have had family members who felt very strongly about the Black Panther Party, both on different sides. You know, one felt that the group was, you know, a terrorist group. The other one felt that, you know, they were they were liberating and, and, and uh, a group of people. And so I, I can't worry myself about where people fall on that spectrum. You know, I just need to present the information and hopefully that they they leave with something, you know, whether they've changed their minds, either which way. I, I mean, we want to spark the discussion. It's clear that you're very passionate about making sure that you're presenting all kinds of programs and perspectives during your time as the administrator of the Auburn Avenue research library, what are some of your favorite programs that you've overseen and which are some of your favorites from the library's history? Well, during my time, we've had a number of programs. I mean, they're all pretty much amazing. Um, I will say for, for me, one of the highlights was actually getting an opportunity during the National Convention of African-American Librarians to actually share the stage with the late John Lewis, um, that was a highlight for me. Um, I, I I pinch myself pretty much every day at the different individuals that I've had the opportunity to sit down with and hold conversations with. Some of them that are no longer here, like like Lonnie King, who was a part of the Atlanta Student Movement, to Dr. June Dobbs Butts, who was not only the daughter of John Wesley Dobbs but was also an influential sex therapist um, 
you know, it, those kind of things always stick out to me. But I, I would say that the, the highlight, which is pretty much the highlight for many people annually, is our Kwanzaa program. Um, and the, the reason why I would say that the Kwanzaa program it, it has that, that effect is not only the, the, the sheer talent of, of Iwayamata, but it's seeing the children who are in attendance with their moms or their dads and their grandparents. It's seeing their faces and the excitement when they when they see the dancing and they hear the singing and they and 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 they hear the music, but also it's like witnessing all these different generations of people and they all have that same young, vibrant feel about them. And you can see it in their eyes when they're when they're participating in the show. Um, I think that right there, and and I would probably say for many people within the community who have had the opportunity to attend. Is, is always going to be the highlight. And we've been doing that program for, I, I couldn't even tell you, but it, it, it's probably close to 20, 20 plus. If not, you know, it, it's there. It's getting close. <laughs> Looking at Auburn Avenue Library from a historical perspective, how has the library's mission changed over the years? And where do you see it going as we move into this millennium? That's a great question. I think that... Um, We've seen a library kind of change in the same way that we've seen libraries across the, the world change, um, especially public libraries. Um, we, you know, luckily for us in the city of Atlanta, we are surrounded by different colleges and universities um, who will definitely always be, you know, you know, our, our number one go-to user when it comes to the research end. But I think that over the years, we've realized that there is a huge amount of our community that we were not serving um, because, again, they were not doing research. And there is an intimidation aspect to research libraries. Um, so we've we've kind of ramped up our programming. But even within that, we've learned over the years what works and what doesn't work. And we we've we found that. That, that really good balance between that highly, almost, you know, graduate level kind of course presentation and something that's just really enjoyable for anyone who just walks in the building. Um, I think, you know, and we've seen libraries across the, across the country really make that push and that effort as well to open their doors to be more than just a place for books to be stored and, and, and picked up. We've done different programming and we've, we've, we've tried to diversify what we do. And so the same applies for us at Auburn. Okay, well, last question. As mentioned earlier, and for everybody who is very much aware of what we're going through, with the current pandemic that we're in, how can um, Auburn Avenue's library continue to serve the community? Well, thankfully, you know, Technology is is a wonderful thing, and it has allowed us to still be relevant, even though our doors aren't open. So we've, you know, continued to do plenty of our lectures via Zoom. We've done screenings of films with our partnership with the African American Film Critics Association. Um, I will say that one of the things that has been key, and I, and I mentioned earlier, is our relationships. And a lot of things that we do at Auburn 
are really solely based on our relationships with different organizations, different authors, different artists, different just everyone across the board. And so we've been blessed to, to have different organizations like the Baton Foundation um, and, and Karis Bookstore, you know, who will call us at, at uh, you know, uh, in an instant to say, hey, we, we, we wanna do a program with you guys. Can we make that happen? Um, Georgia State has been a wonderful partner with us. So we've, we found ways, you know, during this pandemic and during what has been, you know, outside of just the, 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 the virus end, there's the financial end um, and how that impacts, especially libraries, especially libraries, you know, who are relying upon city funding or county funding. Um, we found ways to work with our partners um, to really continue presenting the same quality of programming that they that anyone would have seen coming into our space and you know we are continually hopeful as as news keeps coming um, that we will be able to one day you know reopen our doors to the people and that's how we want to want it to be um, we want our spaces used we want to provide the research that 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 people need um, you know in face-to-face -face conversations as opposed to via email and we get plenty of requests for you know assistance via via our facebook via our emails um so we we look forward to the opportunity to be able to sit down with individuals and go over what it is they're interested in and helping them find that material um i think that it's a true test and, and a testament to not only you know the library as a whole as Fulton County Library System, but to the Auburn Avenue Research Library staff, who have been amazing in their ability to adapt to the change in how we provide our services, and uh, we truly, you know, really truly love and respect our users who have been very supportive and patient during these times. Well, thank you for joining us today, Victor. It's been a great conversation. And thank you to each of you for checking out Fulco Library's podcast. Make sure to check us out on every major podcast platform, and we will check you out next time. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Fulton County Library System's Checking Out Fulco Library.